0: The film and TV show is part of BridPod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BridPodScene.com or follow BritPodScene Scene on Twitter to find out more. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Films.
1: TV. TV. TV shows. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV show. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV. TV. Television. Television. Film. Built in, built
2: in. I love this film. Good evening and welcome to the film and TV show with me, Richard S, on a very bitterly cold uh, winter's mon- Monday <laughs> evening. I think winters. I was going to say winter's morning, oh. then, but no. I thought you were going to say not. winter's Wonderland. No, 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 no. Winter's winter's evening. I, I do keep forgetting where mm. the uh, where the time's going. To be honest, but uh, yeah. So, it's cold. Yeah, it's That's all we need cold. to know. It's cold. It's super cold. Um, for our friends in Australia, by cold we mean like minus three. Yeah. That's centigrade as well, not Fahrenheit. Um, so, yeah, it's cold. As you can hear, Alex is with me. We weren't here last week because, uh, uh, one, friend. I don't like being on my own anymore. <laughs> it's just because like, I'm missing a leg um, uh-huh. uh, if I come and do it on and my own. Was but
0: nearly missing a leg. No. He was
2: nearly missing a leg. The reason we weren't here last week is because uh, Alex surgery. was having some surgery on his foot. So, uh So, yeah. And we won't be about on the eleventh of February either, uh, because I'm sorting out stuff for my new house. So yeah. can't do that. Um, yes, so this evening we're going to be talking about long-running TV shows, and yes, this includes soaps. So we're talking about Firefly? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, there are plenty that we can. It it's depends so on what you classify as long-running. Is it long-running if? It's just shown on reruns all the time, um, or is it? A, is it a show that I would say it's got to have a number of
0: like uh, probably like past five seasons. Okay, that sort of thing.
2: Okay, well, well, let's start with let's start with with the worst ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's soaps. you okay, yeah. now we know yeah, that soaps. Let's get EastEnders and let's get. Um, let's just Coronation get that. Let's just get it out of the way because if we don't, there will be hordes of people out mm. there bitching and moaning that we didn't touch soaps so we'll start with those for you lot and then you can either continue listening or switch off it's entirely up to you um let's start with uh let's start with eastenders okay either okay. one
0: i am about as knowledgeable on as if you told me uh how do you like wire a rocket ship but yeah let's continue yeah
2: yeah mate you and me both i haven't i haven't actually seen an episode of eastenders or coronation street or Hollyoaks or Neighbours, I haven't actually ever seen Neighbours since I was, like, a kid, um, but I I haven't seen EastEnders or Coronation Street, they're, they're probably the main two, in, in Donkeys, the last time I saw it, um, a ginger bloke called, Ma- a boarding ginger bloke called Max Branning, okay, he was like the Pied Piper of fucking Walford, he would literally play his little tune, and all these, like, fit youngsters will go and start wanting to shag him, and he's like, what? He's a balding ginger bloke. Okay. He's ugly as yeah. sin as well. And that's no disrespect to the guy that actually plays him. And I, I know he's an Arsenal fan, but that's about all I know. Um, I, I just I don't understand it. The thing that I don't get with EastEnders, and with Coronation Street as well, as much as they are long-running, and they are, I mean, fucking hell, Coronation yeah. Street's been on since... Before I was born. Well, before I was born. Yeah. Um, like early yeah. 70s, I would say. Yep. What I don't understand... Is why is it always so fucking miserable? Yeah. Why is it that's like-
0: exactly the thing I was about to say. Like it it encapsulates all the
2: miserable elements of actual British life. But it's not even like remotely real life. Yeah. Uh, the thing with too. soaps is I know that soaps is short for soap opera. Yeah. Okay, so it's not meant to be real, but yet they're they're winning plaudits, inverted commas there. For Mm. storylines that are real-life, inverted commas, I'm not being funny, but 99.99% of the shit on those shows isn't anywhere remotely close to real life.
0: Nowadays, it's actually a lot... uh, I would say a lot brighter, but that's in in more terms of, like, uh, general uh, living, if you know what I mean. Like, uh, when you look at EastEnders and, like, purely the sets and everything it's more like 90s london or yeah. like uh, even 80s uh, london where yeah. it's just a bit sort of disheveled like brick like old brickwork and yeah yeah cold rainy days and like crappy market stalls whereas now if you go to london it's like a lot of it's modern like
2: yeah let, let let's start with let, let's have a look at east Ends then right so you've got all these people that work on a market yeah okay The footfall never looks that much, and yet they're living in houses that are probably worth about £3,000 a month Mm -hmm. rent, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not being funny. They Mm -hmm. don't make that, okay? Not on a lifetime, right? Then you've got the dodgy car dealership. Yeah, and the pub. And the pub. Like, like, seriously, where are these people, A, getting their money from, and B, who are their landlords? Because I tell you what, I'd love to meet them. Yeah. It's not... It's not even remotely real. But
0: the thing with me is, as well, and this is similar to my problem with... Well, not similar, but it's one of the problems I have also with Doctor Who, is um, that the show's been going on for so long now that if you don't, like, play catch-up and, like, go... Especially with um, Doctor Who, uh, you don't start from episode one and go through it all in uh, sync, um, you are going to be left scratching your head and wondering who's this what are they doing why are they doing that yeah and i hate that with uh tv shows coming in like midway
2: yeah i mean that that's the that's the the downside to any of the soaps and the fact that they still get viewers is it boggles my mind and i know that some people like yeah but it's just a bit of fun not really well some people like they're a Sort of TV routine is switch on uh,
0: for Hollywood, Hollyoaks first, then go to um, EastEnders, which is next, and probably Coronation Street, which is last. And that's their sort of evening every night. Yeah,
2: but that now I'm not going to slate people's choices, that's fine. But the programs are shite, they're yeah. not even interesting. EastEnders lives in its own little bubble. Everyone, someone seems to be getting cancer or run over or Murdered, killed yeah. or stabbed or injured or hurt or whatever in every episode. It's like, yep. seriously, what what is actually going on? And you just kind of think, now I know that the writers have to do it and it's on five times a week or whatever, and I, I appreciate that, but let's not pretend that it's mm. anywhere near real life because it's not. Uh, it, EastEnders is absolute tripe. The only good thing about EastEnders that I can actually think of is the Duff Duffs. Oh, yeah. And what what I mean by Duff Duffs is this. That's literally the best part of EastEnders is when you get to the Duff Duff at the end and it's like, yeah. And, but mean, then it's and then but then you could it find goes. that in a Phil
0: Collins song if you really wanted. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you can find it in <laughs> plenty. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. But that's it. You know, that is literally EastEnders, the Duff yeah. Duff, and it always ends on a Duff Duff, always. Yeah, and you just it it drags out the same storyline. I remember my ex-wife was saying about uh, it might have been her. I don't know. I'm sure it was because she was watching it. Um, the w- one of the kids one of Ian Beale's kids I know who Ian Beale is because he's been in it forever poor old Adam Woodger he's a fat git now bless his heart um, but then he's probably just given up the ghost and resigned himself to being in his standards forever I mean
0: an actor's work is never
2: reliable
0: you know you could be just like Danny them. Dyer well, yeah, a bit like that. But um, he even went on to EastEnders.
2: He's still um, on EastEnders, as far as, as far as I can see on my Facebook timeline. But but it's never like a reliable source of income, no. like, especially if you're going
0: up. So the appeal of these like large, uh, you know, large roles in um, something like EastEnders or Coronation Street is understandable. That oh, I could do this for twenty years or thirty years and get paid like every month, just like a regular job.
2: Yeah and and I'm sure that I'm sure they get paid very handsomely for yeah. what they do. Um which by all accounts isn't really a matter of amount let be honest. I mean like I was saying the one of the storylines one of Ian Beale's kids got killed. They dragged it out for 9 months. Yeah. Like seriously. Cuz it's just that wouldn't happen in real life. If that happened in London, mm. I guarantee you she was a 19-year-old white girl. I'm telling you, she'd have been fucking, that killer would have been found in days. I'm mm. telling you now,
0: yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna talk about the
2: realism aspect
0: with it anymore because it, it, it isn't real, but it
2: drags it out for so long. Coronation Street isn't that much better, no. Okay, um, what does me is the accent, it's just I've oh, well, nothing against northerners, <laughs> but. The particular they, accent. They sort of ham it up, though, a lot. They do, and you can tell when they're really overdoing it, and it's so annoying. Mm. I mean, i i haven't watched I haven't watched it since someone who was going out with someone else died in a flat that caught fire or something. I, you yeah. know, like near a bistro or whatever. I, I think in my entire life, I've watched two episodes. I'm not going to lie. I used to watch it all the time. Hmm. But that's because I didn't have a choice. Oh yeah. Because it was always on the telly and I literally had no will to get up off the sofa. So it was on hmm. so I was watching it. If I had a choice, I'd have turned it over, but yeah. I didn't. So um and I couldn't be bothered to go upstairs because, you know, I was out at work all day. <laughs> okay, I did watch uh, some of Hollyoaks because there were some Fit birds in it, but that was it. I haven't watched Hollyoaks in years. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking like probably ten years since but, they were doing the Hollyoaks late night.
0: That was before I, I discovered um, the internet. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I went from there, but yeah, um, yeah. I I generally don't like those sort of soap operas. I think uh, one of the main problems is the producers, or you know, the uh, people behind keeping the show running, they have no fear of them being cancelled. Like, no, because they
2: know that there'll be yeah. sheeple out there who will just religiously wash it, watch it, and literally swallow all the garbage that they pedal. Yeah, and that's how they can like,
0: like you said, drag something out for nine months, is because they've got no fear that they're going to be cancelled. Yeah, they're still going to be running in the next three years, and it's it's just one of those things where, uh, with the rest of the TV shows out there, they plan their episodes, uh, they plan their seasons. They uh they say, right, we've got ten or twelve episodes,
2: we've got to do it in this. Yeah, I mean I, I take my hats off to to the writers and to all the production staff behind soap operas because it is a lot or it is a lot of work and you can clearly see that it's a lot of work. I mean, there's no no denying it. And the same goes for the for the actors in there. There's no denying it. it's it's hard work. Mm. I'm sure it is, you know, and the production team and everybody else. They work hard, but the writers—they they seem interchangeable. Because one minute you've got someone working for or writing for like Emmerdale, for instance. The next minute they're writing for Coronation Street, and then they turn up on Hollyoaks and then EastEnders. And it's like they're doing the—it's like someone who works at Tesco's as the Sainsbury's and Waitrose or Morrison's or whatever—they just do the rounds. <laughs> it, do you know what? It actually reminds me of someone in the care sector that jumps from care home to care home.
0: Yeah, but they do a more um vital role. They
2: yeah, care assistants do a, a hugely vital role. More more vital than someone who's writing about someone who might get burgled and who that burglar might be and how can they drag it out for 6 weeks.
0: Sometimes I do wonder whether it's a lot of uh like I'd say a writer comes up with a, sh- a shred of a storylines for instance like literally this uh person A uh steals baby from person B. Uh, person B finds um, clues from Person C that it was Person A, and they just slot that onto three characters in that story at any given point. Yeah, like shreds of storyline. Funnily that enough, just...
2: that actually happened. Yeah, in EastEnders. Yeah, I believe I remember I, when I used to read the the Scum. <coughs> sorry, the Sun. Um, <laughs> it's a nasty cough, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a very nasty cough. Yeah, I think I'm going to vomit as well now. Mm. Um... Yeah, I'm sure I saw something in the scum that um, that said about it, yeah, and and it how is. and how uh, you know how great it was. They were bringing it to the fore. It's like well, no, it's,
0: it's it's just to me. I honestly i i don't know how they write those episodes, and part of me doesn't want to know because it it doesn't seem like a very or, who knows, maybe they've got these long lists of storylines uh, all pre-written and planned for months on end, but yeah. to me it doesn't seem like it.
2: No, I mean, I know that they record them ages in advance, but it just seems so, so hashed. And the thing with Coronation Street and Emma Dale is that all the characters are just interchangeable. Yeah. There's nobody in any of them, I don't think, that, that actually is an individual that you couldn't just replace. For instance... EastEnders is the worst for this. Maybe not so much Coronation Street, but EastEnders chop and change actors who play characters like it's going out of fashion. Uh, I know because I saw it on The Chase or something. I saw it on one, another TV show mm. that they are adding in the sixth. I know it was my colleagues who were doing um, yesterday's quiz on Greg, uh, Greg James. Okay. That they have now hired the sixth actor to play Ben Mitchell. In East and I'm thinking that and that's adult I'm thinking, what are you even kidding me that is how that is the perfect example of how the characters mm. uh, and actors are interchangeable, and it's just a ridiculous aspect of the show yeah it's just yeah. It, it, and the, the the thing that really gets me is the fact that nobody is ever happy. No one gets to have a happy ending in either soaps. People do get a happy ending in real life to the writers of Coronation Street, EastEnders, Emmerdale and Hollyoaks. People do get happy endings. Stop being miserable fucks. Actually, (laughs) give someone a happy ending. Not a happy ending in that sense. Wow, I wasn't even thinking that until you You bloody well was, because I saw you roll your eyes. I wasn't talking (laughs) a happy ending in that sense, although I'm sure there's a few on sets that probably would love to get happy endings. Um, But... But yes, no. No. (laughs) You know what they need to do is they need to take uh, a little note from uh, from a a good a good solid person, and that's Mm. Bobby McFerrin. Um, And uh, they need to listen to this, and they need to take heed.
1: The landlord say your rent is late. He may have to litigate. But don't worry. (laughs) Be Be happy. happy. Look at me, I'm happy. Don't worry. Be happy. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worried.
2: Thank you, Bobby McFerrin, uh, for that. So, you know, you'd like to see a little bit of happiness, in those, But we'll move mm. on from them. Uh, from the so happiness,
0: <laughs> let's get on a happier tune then. Uh, some of the programmes that we actually like watching. Yes. Yeah. Um, mine um, recently, uh, the U.S. Office. which have never
2: is, seen the U.S. Office.
0: I actually prefer it. I've I've watched through Steve all, Carell, isn't it? Yeah. Steve yeah. Carell is uh, the um, Ricky Gervais character. Yeah. Uh Ricky Gervais does show his face in one episode, just for you know reference and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I'm more of a fan of Steve Carell and especially of him in that role than I yeah. was ever whilst watching the original UK Office. And some people may, you know, scoff at that and say, oh, what are you doing? You don't know, you know, which yeah. is better, but... A big shout-out,
2: just quickly, a big shout-out to my friend Ewan McIntosh from the British Office. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, big Keith. Big yeah. shout-out to, to you and there. Uh, sorry, go on.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, I watched all, se- uh, all nine seasons uh, within... Uh, about three weeks. Yeah. Um, it was a it was a bit of a full on, uh, um, absolute sprawl to get through them all. But yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, and it does give happy endings to its characters. Um, and it also has it's obviously mainly a comedy show, like mainly a comedy yeah, series. Yeah. Um, but it does have genuine moments of like real heart to it uh and great actors in it you've got john krasinski uh rain wilson love rain wilson yeah steve carell obviously uh ed helms is in it as well yeah uh and it's just really fun to watch it's it's nothing like too demanding as well yeah you don't have to like um divert your whole attention to it if you're busy doing some work and you can have it on in the background and still watch it um yeah, just really enjoyed it, along with Parks and Recreation, which is very similar, um, but obviously, you know, starring different people. Uh, Chris Pratt, among uh, one of the top ones. Amy Poehler. Yes, Perler.
2: yeah, yeah, because he, he was a fat bloke in that, weren't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really weird to see him, but he's still got that same sort of sense of humour, uh, sort of almost like a, a male ditzy kind of humour. Yeah. he plays the idiot, um, but yeah. Okay, um... And they they're both like over nine seasons, so yeah, they count.
2: They do count, yeah. They've had they've had a a, a fair long a fair long run. See, for me, uh, I I want to shout out Suits. Oh, good one, because yeah. that's that's now long running. That's uh, that's been going since two thousand and two. No, Suits isn't that old. I'm going to say it's been on. It's on season eight now, so. Um, I'd, uh, I'm just trying on. to think. No, it's, uh, let me have a quick look. I can't remember when it first started. 2011. Oh, okay. So come on, that's eight years. That is a long time. That is a long time, and and I absolutely love suits. Mm. The reason I love it is because it's. I now I know that it's not real, but you can <laughs> you can imagine. I mean, someone with an eidetic memory faking their way to become a lawyer chances are very very slim yes however someone who is an arrogant stuck-up prick who thinks he's better than everybody else and is actually pretty good at his job Mm. as a as a lawyer pretty believable (laughs) pretty plausible and it is plausible that you'll have someone very similar to mike ross Mm. maybe who actually did study and did go to university and did pass the bar legally to become a lawyer yeah yeah, it's there is, but the the charm about suits is that it's whilst it has an underlying running issue and a problem that needs to be solved, it's dealt with in the season or the beginning of the second season or the third or whatever. The next season will either tie it all up or it will drag on for a little bit more, but then it stops. Then they then they cut it to the end. But they also layer other issues on the top as well. Yeah. I mean there's an underlying thing with suits with Donna and Harvey that's literally from the start even to right now in season 8 going into season 9 mm. that is still there You've, um, I won't do spoilers but you've got the, um, the Mike Ross and um, the issues that he has with hiding his identity who he really is that, that was mm. quite prominent for like 5 seasons well that's cool you know Rachel Zane, who's played by um, Her Royal Highness the Princess or uh, the the Duchess of Wessex, yeah, uh, Meghan Markle to give her her full name. Sorry, no, Meghan Windsor. Yeah, to now. give her her full wi- her full name. Um, she was in it, mm-hmm. and obviously now she's married His Royal Highness Prince Henry. Uh, people call him Harry. His real name's Henry. Yeah, he should. He's getting a grown ass man now. Let's call him Henry. <laughs> you know, he's never going to be king. So it doesn't matter um But well, yeah, like,
0: likewise, opposite. It doesn't really matter. So you can call him Harry if you want to, or well, whatever. Doesn't <laughs> matter.
2: Doesn't matter. But it, it, he's he's the best out of the two, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But close country mark because because he knows he's never going to be king. Yeah, that's um, literally because unless he's something
0: catastrophic happens, Let, let's not wish no of, uh, No, no absolutely nice no, I,
2: no, because they're 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 both modern modern monarchs, which is. Mm. nice to see um but yeah she you know she was in it for a while and there was a lot of tension in there Mm. you've got the tension between Robert Zane who is Rachel's father who's a a, a different company and with Harvey yeah I mean everyone hates Harvey (laughs) um but it it has such a charm to it and it's so watchable Mm. I mean I I'm even gonna say i absolutely man crush over gabriel (laughs) macked like literally that dude's hair is fucking awesome (laughs) he is like harvey is the epitome of what apart from a few personality flaws and what a few things that he does he's who people want to be you know he's Mm. confident he's you know takes no shit he literally doesn't care what anybody thinks Apart from a few people mm. and it goes about his shit and his shit gets locked down and he doesn't take any crap from anybody. That's the sort of person that people want to be. You know, yeah. he is he is what most men would aspire to be if they didn't have wives, I suppose. Wow. <laughs> I'm only joking, oh, sort of. Yeah. Um no, he, he's a very confident character, and I think that him and Mike Ross who is more a down to earth, realist, than than Harvey's high flying speculative mm. uh, character. They kind of play off each other really well, and that's what makes for great TV viewing. Uh, and and it is long running. It's a great show. I I advocate anyone to go and watch it. Yeah, um, you can get it on Netflix. You know, it's it's well worth uh, anybody's time to to actually watch it. Lewis Litt is by far my favourite character in that though. I love Lewis Litt. he is brilliant absolutely brilliant um but yeah suits is definitely a definitely a great one we've got the simpsons although I don't uh, really watch the simpsons anymore um, I've kind of given up the ghost with the simpsons yeah I'm I'm I was done with that when I was I feel like 17. I'm 17 I feel like I'm too I'm far too old to watch it my yeah. my children don't watch it because it's very difficult after what we on twenty six, twenty seven seasons that know. you still have everybody the same age. Yeah, like everyone grows up except for Bart, Maggie, Lisa. Yeah, no one else. Everyone else grows up normally except for those three. It would be nice to have seen them matured and and get a little bit
0: older. Yeah, but they're afraid of losing a cash earner. That's why Fox will never do that.
2: Yeah, which is just absolute rubbish. But um, I want
0: to talk to you about a programme that uh, just barely qualifies. Go on, Em. Uh, Vikings, Seasons Oof. 5 B. Mm. I, I wouldn't call I've,
2: it long-running.
0: It still classifies its over five seasons now, uh, just. Um, but you know I was a big fan.
2: Yeah, and a then big, I was a big fan, fan after you, yeah.
0: you were talking about it. And... Um, Quite recently, like, I mean, five, uh, they've broken the last season down into 5A and 5B, a bit like what they did with the season four. Yeah. And 5B, I've been watching and I've been having to thoroughly push myself to watch uh, this series um, and not pull my phone out halfway through the episode and check my Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Because I am literally half bored to tears at some points watching this program yeah and
2: we've actually had discussions off air about this about how terrible it is now and it's not due to the actors
0: because uh they're the same actors it's not like they've suddenly changed the whole cast um it's down to i would probably put it down to michael Hurst, the creator yeah um stretching something out longer than it needs to be Um, not wrapping up characters uh, storylines because they're popular and he doesn't want to lose showrunners it's been confirmed now that when they do create season six that is the end series Um, they'll be finishing the entire series with this is that only going to be
2: like two episodes hopefully oh no no we're still in five yeah i know but season six hopefully just two episodes i mean they're dead they're dead job done
0: from the looks of things um they're looking to kill off a couple of ma- major characters uh with the series finale of 5 so we'll see who's left um because it may not even be worth um even you know uh watching series 6 yeah. if they kill off some of the best ones
2: um well, well yeah floki for instance i love floki although he does seem oh, pretty his pointless now at the it's minute, just gone down the pan he was so good at, up to like season end of season 3
0: Yeah, season well towards the end of season four, and then he disappears uh, to Iceland. Yeah, which is where that storyline just should have been buried.
2: Yeah, yeah, Um, it should have been.
0: Yeah, uh, I thought uh, I can't pronounce his name. The person that plays uh, Ivar, who is uh, Alex, and his last name
2: is—is it uh, no? It's not Ludwig. No, No, because Alex uh,
0: Ludwig is Bjorn. Bjorn, yeah. Uh, he's he's doing a weird Ragnar impersonation. Yeah, his
2: hair and his facial expressions. And his body mannerisms. Yeah, Travis Fimmel must be on, you know, must be standing around thinking, dude, what are you doing? Either well, that or giving him pointers.
0: Yeah, either that or Travis Fimmel's visiting set and is, like, having bets with him to see how Ragnar he can be. Yeah, um, But, yeah, that was like Bjorn has had so has had equal amounts of screen time as Ragnar yeah. throughout the entire series. Uh so he's not exactly like had a time where he couldn't develop the character. And yeah. now for for this last series B 5B, uh he's gone completely against what his character was set up to be. Yeah. Which is slightly strange and yeah, just characters are making dumb decisions um And nothing's happening, then suddenly one episode, everything happens like a little bit too quickly. The pacing's off, and I just put that down to story, uh, writing and story, which is usually left up to Michael Hurst, the creator.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which, which does suck. And, and
0: and it's not to say that Michael Hurst is intentionally tanking it. I'm not saying that he's bad at his job because I wouldn't have loved the first, uh, four or five series. Yeah. But, I think, I don't know if he's just been pressured a lot recently to get this next couple of series uh, down, but yeah. it certainly feels like it's just plummeting at yeah. the
2: minute. Yeah, no, it, it totally is. And, you know, the same can be said for Doctor Who, which is also yeah. a long running TV show um, and is going down the pan, not because the lead character is a female, but just because, because the writing. Uh, Chris Chibnall is uh, unfortunately doing his very best Stephen Moffat impression. Uh, and absolutely burying all the hard work that Russell T Davis put in at the very, very beginning of the reboot in 2005. So um, it, it, it's terrible, unfortunately. Has it been confirmed yet as to whether they're going on a hiatus? They are. They're not coming back till 2020. Yeah, that's that's a big gap. Comes back for comes back for one season, fucks off again for yeah. a year. Brilliant. You know, not even it's not even Moffat was that bad. That but, shows
0: to me that um, the BBC have no confidence. Yeah, in it probably. The, yeah. With the viewing. Yeah, yeah. I am
2: not surprised. Viewing figures are, are just nosediving. The 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 left wing propaganda mm. in the episodes is uh, is probably what's driving it because it's being th- like chucked down your throat. Yeah, it it doesn't need to be. That's the thing. Is that you know, like with Bill, with uh, Steve, uh, with um, Peter Capaldi, no one cares that she was gay. Yeah, But it was mentioned every single time. It's like, we don't care. Yeah, I mean, It makes no difference to any of us as, as as audience viewers. We don't care. Just give us a good story. Make it interesting. Don't care if they're pink, white, blue, gay, lesbian, transgender, whatever. It makes no difference. And that's what they don't seem to get. And that's the BBC's problem. It's a lot of people's problems, to be fair, mm. uh, in this...
0: Sort of modern society that, I mean, we're currently going a little off topic, but I, we always I do go have off topic. Um, but you know, the same thing is when designing a character, if it doesn't aid the plot, don't put it in. Yeah, uh, and this is like remember Star Trek Beyond. Yes, uh, there's that scene that shows that Sulu is uh, gay. and yes. has a a child with his uh, with his husband. Yes, does it aid aid the plot? No, no. Uh, cut it out. Um, however, alternatively, black sails entire storyline is about captain flint uh being in a homosexual rea- uh, relationship uh does it aid the plot yes does it fit in the plot yes put it yeah, in exactly stick it and in. it's one of the best storylines about a homosexual main character that i've ever seen yeah and that's probably one of my favorite series uh because it just follows so many good points for a series to do which is when things start to look you know like you're maybe uh, repeating something or things just aren't moving. Progress a character, end a storyline.
2: Yeah, but that that, that that's just a problem in general, isn't it? Mm. So, um, right, we're going to do a little bit of uh, higher or lower for okay. long-running TV shows in the UK only. Okay, with seasons you, or you need to tell me whether or not. Now, these are this is based from Wikipedia's. Um, Figures are dates of when TV shows started. You need to tell me whether they were they started before or after another one, okay? So, so we're going to start with match of the day. Did that start (sighs) before or after Mastermind? Oh, whoa,
0: I would say match of the day started before it did yes. match of
2: the day started in 1964 yeah. 1964 oh, and is still going now yeah. so that is an absolute testament to the fact that the British public loves football so uh, brilliant and Mastermind was 1972 so, so, not, so that, not, not that not that much younger no 8 years so from 1972 Mastermind then okay Top Gear
0: oh definitely younger like um definitely started after started in
2: 1977 to 2001 okay and I mean, then from be... 2002 to present day so top gear then from 1977 okay um horizon horizon the tv show horizon is that the sci-fi one it's where they do loads of like uh science science fictiony type Bits Ooh. where they talk about stuff whether it's like they did one on um the God Particle not so long ago and they did one on um you know Horizon Investigates. There was some stuff oh, about all oh, uh, those uh, ones. I was thinking of yeah. Farscape. No That's completely no, no. different no 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 Um
0: I would say started before nineteen seventy seven.
2: Horizon? Yep. Nineteen sixty four. Yes. Nineteen sixty four fire. Okay, <laughs> then guessing. Eurovision song contest. Oh, before. Yep. Yeah, 1957, that started. Um, catchphrase, before or after Eurovision started?
0: I would say after? Yep.
2: Yes. 1986 to 2004, <laughs> and then 2013 to present. Nice. Okay. BBC News at one. Oh, way before. It's got to be like...
0: 1932
2: or something, 1940s. 1986, same really? year as catchphrase, 1986 BBC News at one. Weird. Uh, I know, right? This morning, the TV show This Morning, at the moment it's done by Philip Schofield and Holly Willabooby. Yeah, I would
0: say if the news at one was 1986, this morning's got to be after that.
2: Yep, 1988. Yeah, You're absolutely right. What about You've Been Framed?
0: Oh, Originally
2: man. with Jeremy Beadle, or now with Harry Hill, who has pretty much killed it. And yet the videos are still the fucking same. They're yeah. still from like 1990-something. I w- okay, then I
0: will go with the 1990 sort of start date and say it's after this morning.
2: It is 1990. Yes. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of a hint then. Top of the Pops 2. Ooh, before.
0: Before 1990s.
2: Ooh, no. 1994. Oh, strange. Have I got news for you? After. After
0: 1994. 1990.
2: 1990. <sighs> That's been going for 29 years, have yep. I got news for you. As old as, old as I am. It's I mean, weird. that is absolutely crazy. Okay, then. Hollyoaks.
0: That's got to be um, after 1994.
2: 1995. Yes. 1995. Uh, the BBC News at 10. <laughs> before or after 1995? BBC News at 10. Um, I'm going to say before. Really? 2000. The BBC News at 10 started in 2000. What? How mad is that?
0: That's really weird. Yeah. I would never have thought that it would have taken so long for a a program that is essentially just relaying news.
2: Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? The National Lottery draws. Oh,
0: come on. That's got to be before, because that would be building up like 1985 uh, onwards.
2: Nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. Okay, yeah, I was, I was 1994. right. That it was before, You was. Yep. Just not. Uh, that last hard. one then. Before we uh, before we play a, ska, uh, a, a song,
0: panorama. Oh come on! Oh, this is tough. Um, panorama. After. I'll go after. I'll after. Go my gut. Uh, after nineteen
2: ninety four. Nineteen fifty three. 1953. Panorama has been running Longer for 65 BBC News 10. years. 65 years. Panorama has been running. This just, this is just upside down. I don't I don't, know, don't understand. Blue Peter. 60 years. Coronation Street. 58 years. 1960. Songs of Praise. 57 years. 1961. Uh, Gardener's World. 1968. Really? A Question of Sport, 1968. University Challenge, 1962. Wow. News Round, 1972. Emmerdale, 1972. Children in Need, 1980. Countdown, 1986. I mean, EastEnders, what we were talking about earlier on, 1985. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I thought it was older than that. I'll Same. be honest, yeah. but you know, so there's just a couple of long-running TV shows there. I uh, hope you had a good fun playing along with our uh, higher or lower. We'll play Buffy's a quick song. The one you are.
0: Buffy's probably Buffy's probably well. quite
2: old as well. Yeah, that's American. No. I haven't done American no, Yeah, no. but um, we'll play a quick song and then we'll be back. A little bit of Simple Minds there. Don't you forget about me. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've purposely not mentioned a, a couple of TV shows. Yeah, the big um, ones. You know, there are a couple of big ones. Red Dwarf is one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, that has that is long, long running. You know, add a little bit of a hiatus and then come back mm-hmm. absolutely killing it. Um, and I've been quite lucky to meet uh, everybody from the show bar Craig Charles. Oh. Um I have met Chris Barry several times. Um, Danny John Jules, mm. both the Hollies, so Hattie Hayridge, um and Norman Love It as well, and both whom I can call friends on Facebook uh as well, which is great. Uh, as well as a couple of, of other people, uh Kachansky, yeah. um and uh Crichton as mm. well. Robert Llewellyn, so I've been very, very pleased to to um to to you know be able to have met them and and everything. Um, yeah. The one we haven't spoken about—the big one—I'm guessing—which is it is a big one. Um, depending on which age group you're in. Uh, f- for me, um, and it's Friends. Yeah. Which was a hugely popular, hugely successful TV show. The reason we haven't mentioned Friends is because we'll be doing next week's show all about Friends. Yeah. No, all about Friends. Um, and what I would say is that there is a specific podcast out there that is just for friends, and it's called Moo Podcast, okay? (laughs) Uh, The reason it's called Moo is because of the Moo... uh, Sorry, it's Moo Point Podcast. Moo Point Podcast. The reason it's called the Moo Point Podcast is because of a famous quote from uh, Mr. Joey Tribbiani, where you have a moo point. Instead of a moot point, he calls it a moo point. (laughs) So uh, go and check those guys out, because it's everything to do about friends. It is hilarious. And genuinely, I actually do listen to it, Mm. (laughs) because it is just funny as. But we are not mentioning friends today, because we are doing a show all about friends next week. So you can get in uh, on our Twitter, at the FTV show, your favourite friends moment, which friends... Uh, character you are (laughs) i already know which one i am same (laughs) um so you can uh yeah tell us your favorite episode as well your favorite one and just just get involved but uh we haven't touched that because uh we're doing that next week there are so many other long-running tv shows that we could look at south park yeah um flash arrow big bang theory big bang theory uh, we didn't really speak about Countdown or Question Time or anything like that. I mean, Question Time was 25 years. Yeah, um, it's going to take
0: a long time to get through all that.
2: Yeah, you know, we can't, we can't go on everything. We can only go by on, on the ones that, that we know a lot about. But yeah. there are so many long-running TV shows out there. It's a testament to not only the viewing public... Yeah. Um, ...and also the BBC for raping everybody for money, even though people don't actually... Watch BBC anymore, but you know, that that's some true. people do, some people still like It's a have con, it the it's a con. When you pay for things like Sky, you shouldn't have to pay for a TV license. I'm that's sorry, true. I think it should I be think, included in the yeah, in the I price think it's an Sky. absolute con because TV license is literally just for the BBC, mm-hmm. it is for nothing else. It doesn't go to ITV or Channel 4 or Sky or Virgin, it is literally for BBC and BBC iPlayer. That is what you are paying £150 a year for. It's an absolute con. No, I hear you. And it needs to be scrapped. Um, And I will say that now, as someone who's moving into his own house, needs to pay for a pissing TV licence when I don't even watch BBC. Like, ever. Mm. It's just ridiculous. But anyway, um, moving swiftly on. It is a testament to to uh, everybody who watches long-running TV shows. Only Fools and Horses was another one. Ran for so long. And And Father Ted and things like that. Father Ted, yeah. Vicar of Dibley, although I didn't like the Vicar of Dibley, that was still long-running. You've got, I mean, Dad's Army. Yeah,
0: I was literally just thinking
2: of that. Dad's Army, Porridge, Minder, all ran for quite a long time um and all tv shows that people still wa- I still sit and watch Only Fools and Horses now like Miami Twice is literally the funniest two episodes two hour episodes I've ever seen mm. it is hilarious and it's a testament to to John Sullivan uh, god rest his soul um Nicholas Lyndhurst David Jason sir David Jason sir David um Jason. for for everything that they do it's it's absolutely phenomenal And there are so many TV shows out there that that are long running. (laughs) What long running TV show? Chuckle Brothers, Chuckle Brothers and Chuckle Vision was a long running TV show. Yes, (laughs) it was. So was Blue Peter. Yep. And uh, you know, God, having me to say this, X Factor and Teletubbies, Teletubbies, Peppa Pig, two thousand and four Peppa Pig. There's just
0: so many. There's well, this it's just you know what's
2: popular uh, gets. Gets done. Gets done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, it's great. And, you know, the best way that you can see some of these, some of the people in these shows is at Comic Cons. Yeah. Um, and we're quite lucky that we've been invited to Comic Cons before. Yeah. Um, the one that we do regularly is Field of Force Day, which this year is going to be at the Peterborough Arena. Uh, tickets are available even now or shortly. That's one hell of an upgrade. And it's one hell of an upgrade. It's to gonna be, be fair. It was packed last time, yeah. so it needs it's, it. It's gonna be huge. It's fantastic. Uh we've done two podcasts uh on and two podcast shows with the guys. Go and have a listen mm-hmm. to them. We will do another one this year. Um but we are like we said a couple of weeks ago, very pleased that we have been invited, along with the guys from Skip to the End podcast, yep. to go to Cambridge, Cambridge. Comic Con which is at the Junction on the 24th and 25th of August. Tickets are for the, the VIP packages are on sale now. And I've got to say the prices are a hell of a lot cheaper than you would find at some other Comic-Cons. Mm. So they have some amazing guests. If you don't know who's going, listen to our last podcast. It's on there. But also go on to Facebook, type in Cambridge Comic-Con 2019, and it will come up. There are loads of people going, like, literally loads it's mm. unbelievable the amount of people they're going we're very lucky that we that we get a, have been asked to go and uh are able to interview the guys that are going i mean just recently they have announced uh three additional guests from bones the american tv show bones awesome. um which is amazing. So it doesn't have the two main characters, ah, but the ones that they have theater. got are all the ones that go around them. Side so supporters. yeah, but they're ones that are always are in the majority of the episodes. I showed nice. my mum who was going. She was like, "Oh my god, they're from Bones!" <laughs> Literally, she almost died. She was like, "Are you going?" I was like, "Well, yeah, I've been. You know, we've been invited to go." She's like, "Can I come with you?" I was like, "Well, I don't. I don't know." Uh, Let me ask the question. She's like, please, please, Rich. And I was like, I I don't know. I'll see. Um, But yes, uh, the VIP packages are available now to buy on their Eventbrite page. But go on and have a look. Go and buy the VIP packages because I tell you what, you will not be disappointed. Um, I'm super excited about going, to be honest. It's going to be an amazing day. Amazing two days. Um, We won't get everybody interviewed in a day. It's just oh, not no. going to happen, but it's just it's on it's in our neck of the woods. Yeah. You know, it's at the junction. There, you, you can park and ride it. Do you know what I mean? You can park and ride at Babraham Road. Get off at um, where the junction is. Mm-hmm. Job done. You know, it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg to do park and ride and then pop in. Of course, um, not no, it's, Go and it's go and have a look. Yeah, and you know, maybe do a bit of shopping afterwards. There's yeah. going to be so many stall holders there as well. Selling all, all things geeky and whatnot will be there. Um, you know, you can come and say hello to us. We'll happily interview listeners and members of the public. Yeah, definitely. You know, we'll do live uh, Facebook videos as well, so people can can have a look and see what's going on. And come and tell us how much you loved the uh, Ghostbusters remake. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please come and tell us how much you loved the Ghostbusters remake. Just mind out
0: for my projectile vomit.
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 Please do mind out from that because that would just be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You'll probably get smacked in the face. <laughs> no, you we wouldn't. We you wouldn't. wouldn't ever do that. So I'm just going to read out a couple of names for people that are going. So uh, Eric Milligan from Bones, uh, Pedge Vadat from Bones, uh, Michael Grant Terry from Bones, Bones. Uh, Eugene Bird from Bones. Oh, four. Rick Cosnett from The Flash. Cool. He played. Uh, he played Eddie, and he was. Um, Eobard Thorne's relation, or something. Um, you've got uh, one of my very good friends, Clem So, who's been in a shed load of films. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester McCoy. Everybody knows who Sylvester McCoy is. Um, you've got Kim Coates. Kim yeah. Coates. Yeah. I remember seeing him in, uh, at the XL for uh, a London Comic Con. Mm. You know, he's coming to Cambridge. Man, that is awesome. He's been
0: in so many films. And I'm so excited I to know. meet him. I know,
2: he's been in so many. Andrew Divoff. I mean, seriously, Andrew Divoff. Mm. That's just amazing. Air Force 1, Another 48 Hours, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Burn Notice, The Hunt for Red October, The A-Team, CSO Miami. Mm. Dude has been in everything. Yeah. You know, that's the sort of caliber of people you've got coming to Cambridge. Um it's just absolutely Madness. Uh, And I have to just shout out Ellen Thomas. She's also a friend of mine on Facebook. She's also going to Cambridge as well. Uh, She's absolutely lovely. Mm. Really, really is. Um, Definitely go and have a look at their Facebook page. Honestly, you will not be disappointed with who they've got going because it's just madness. The VIP tickets are on sale now. Go and find them. Go and get tickets. Uh, It's going to be an amazing two days. And it's, it's about time Cambridge had a Comic Con like that. Because Peterborough had one at the Cresset, which isn't coming on now. They've turned it into a Harry Potter one, I think, um, which is a shame. But you know, it is what it is. But mm. Cambridge Comic Con is coming for you. You know, get tickets, go and see it. Uh, and on that, uh, and on that, you know, final bombshell. <laughs> you know, we're we're going to be at uh, we're going to be at Cambridge Comic Con. And uh, you may or may not see us. They will. They will. You will see <laughs> us. Um, yes. So you can uh, you can come and see us. Go and meet the people. Buy some geeky stuff. Have a good day. Yeah. Um, and just generally enjoy comic cons. They're amazing. Honestly, comic cons are amazing. I absolutely love them. They are. It, it's just a great meeting of random people but you end up making friends for life. I've made so many friends for life from Comic-Cons. So, anyway. Just do what John McLean does, you know. Come by, have a few laughs. Yeah. So, on that note, we will see you all next week for Friends. Take care. (laughs)
3: Paradise, this world that I found is too good to be true. Standing here beside you, want so much to give you this love in my heart.